Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. It's been a while. Hey, man. It's been a while. Episode 101 of Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's Metal 101 with Metal Shop. And, uh, yeah, we're in a whole new century now. Yeah, man. We're going to ha- it's just all uphill from here. It's an uphill <laughs> battle until we get to episode 200. I hope I'm still alive at that point. I hope we all are still. We I could that, be. That'll be after the next election. That's true. So it's going to be weird times, man. It could be. It could also be it glorious. My beard's going to be gray Hope you got that song stuck in your head now. It already is getting gray. It is getting a little gr- bit gray. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be all gray. I'll oh, be Ryan okay. the Gray. You'll be Santa. That's Ryan the Beard. We got Ian here. What up? And my name is Kevin Deers. Uh, how was Black Sabbath, The man? typical cast and crew. Oh, it was fan-fucking-tastic. Black Sabbath was on Tuesday. It's uh, their final tour. It's called The End. Which city was it again? And it's actually in Ridgefield in a Sunlight uh, Supply Amphitheater down by Vancouver, Washington. And uh, it was it was awesome, man. I spent about half a paycheck on that third row seat. Dude, you guys were so close. Yeah, it was, it was f***ing crazy. You could, like, reach out and touch him. We saw Tony Iommi's fake fingertips. <laughs> um, we saw the white in Ozzy's eyes. Um, Black Sabbath, they, they sounded incredible. Um it, it was just an awesome experience. We actually stayed in uh, Vancouver that night, and we got uh, Voodoo Donuts the next day, of course. I got a bacon Hi. maple bar. We nice did some shopping breakfast. at 2nd Avenue Records, and uh, Sean spent way too much money on some records, and then uh, we came home. Not surprised at all. But uh, yeah, that was awesome. I saw Riding Christ last night at Studio 7, and there were a hell of a lot of people there at the show. Was it sold out? Which was awesome. It was not sold out, but uh, Funeral Age got to play. They got to open, and so did Inquinock. You know what's funny about that? Uh, uh, on my Facebook memories, uh, from four and a half, four years ago, when Funeral Age was up here, yeah, was the same day they were playing that show. Interesting. Huh. Uh, Full circle, man. Yeah, man. They actually only got to play three songs, but because uh, their songs are really fucking long. Yeah, I know. But uh, that's why we have a hard time playing them because it's like, man, we don't want to cut your song in half. Exactly. But we will. Uh, Ryan, what did you do this week, man? Let's see. Did a couple of fun things. I was gone last week, obviously to. Go check out that uh, Prophets of Rage show. You made America rage again? I did. It was a good time. I had a lot of fun. The most impressive thing out of that whole set, which I thought was cool, um, other than Tom Morello playing a guitar solo by unplugging his guitar and just like fiddling with the input jack, which was wicked cool. He would. Uh, I saw B Real from Cypress Hill reached out into the audience, grabbed a J from somebody, uh-huh. mid verse, ripped it. While still rapping. rapping. Oh, he's a pro. Yeah. He's been doing that for years. Damn. Everybody was watching him hold it. Just like, when's he going to get a chance to like actually do that? I'm a robot. Yeah. I'm a weed robot. So, had a lot of fun. It was a really, really good time. Who all did you go with? Uh, Let's see. I went with a huge crew. I think we had like eight people. Andy ended up coming with. Yeah, you guys called and harassed us on the show last week. It was fun. Yep. Yep, show harassment. Uh, Callum called me a 
butt. <laughs> You're a butt. Callum was on one. Callum was having a really good time. Good. Uh, was so, it just them? Let's see. It was Prophets of Rage. Sale! Sale! Ah. Fucking fail nation. Oh. Sale! Whatever, man. Band's no good. Sale! Other really fun thing that I did this week is- Devil like, Driver likes it. I got to watch Jeff McNulty- Record the new Fungal Abyss album, nice. which is going to be multiple albums, I'm assuming, because they recorded about six hours worth of material. Where? So, uh, down at Kill Room Studios. So if you're into super weird, trippy, psychedelic jams, you're going to have a bunch of 40-minute jams to listen were to. Were they on one for that recording? Then they too? were They were on multiple things. They were in their zone. They only yeah. do that <laughs> band when they're high as f- That's their like escape. Their they take ego. mushrooms, and it's just the trippiest yeah, we uh we went on a beer run and I asked Pete if he needed anything and he's just like, dude, I need a lot of beer to keep me like hydrated because I'm gonna get weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So what you say, six hours? No water, no Over water. Six hours of material. They were, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> That's cool, man. And what about you, Ian? What have you been up to? Uh, I'm getting ready to move again. You're always dude, moving. I've been moving for the last like five, six fucking weeks actually. On the road again. Ian's moving, moving. He's uh, moving, moving. I thought I was going to have a couple of weeks to chill, but my landlord hit me up, and apparently the house is ready early. And uh, I just need to, I need to get it back into my own fucking bed, is what I need to do. And then restart. He's been sleeping with his mom. Yikes. I've been I mean, at his mom's. Mom. At his mom's. Sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> how's, uh, how's your cat adjusting to all the insanity? Oh, he's fucking pissed. He's such an <laughs> ass with my parents, dude. He, like, they'll be walking up the stairs, and he's like, Milton's like, a- the f- is your problem? <laughs> Milton is never chilled. He's got no chill. He's just a f- edge cat. He likes some people and most people. I'm not one of them. He's like me. He's just like f- y'all. <laughs> but he's doing okay. I, I got to go through the whole f-ing thing all over again when I get him into a new house. How's he going to get along with Josh? Has he met him yet? I don't think so. He'll be fine. I think uh, they'll probably leave each other alone for the most part. <laughs> he's not a very cuddly dude, so. He'll mind his own business, I hope. Or he'll just f- Josh up and it'll be crazy funny to watch. I'll start videotaping it and come up with some idiotic hashtag for it. Uh, he'll be all, man, look at my arms. I'm up from Milton. Damn, dude, that's brutal. I was talking to my dad and I, we were just kind of f***ing around and I was like, dude, I think my cat is the devil. Like, I think my cat's the devil. That's why I've been having luck. He's been following me around and just laughing at me. Dude, your cat's like the kid from The Sixth Sense. He just sees weird all the time and can't express it and he's all f***ed up in the head and yep yeah. definitely he's definitely I don't even think he's real is it like Calvin and Hobbes you've seen him have you so he's actually him. a real entity <laughs> I, I've, I've seen him I can't confirm I've, I've been scratched by that cat he's in that head uh, Ryan would you describe how I'm I'm laying right what now the f- most comfortable I've ever been during this I podcast I just noticed you Kevin, below the show Kevin is Burt Reynoldsing across two chairs I'm laying okay. on two chairs <laughs> this is what you were doing last like week four at necks. the end of the show I have four <laughs> chins right now with your belly out remember that that's great that's great. that's great hey before we get into the news can I just do a quick shout out to our engineer uh, Lowell yeah uh, I just remembered this Ryan and I were talking about this earlier about a year ago I came in here during the day and I saw Lowell walking down the street with one of those little uh, pocket amplifiers hooked up to his pants. Sure. With headphones on, just walking down the street playing riffs on his guitar in his sweatpants and his Adidas. That's awesome. And I was like, this guy is a dude who clearly has his shit figured out, man. He's just rocking. He knows what he wants. He's Lowell just chilling. Zero f- man. I, dude, he's, and he's fing awesome. Lowell he's rules. a nice guy. 
I'm not even trying to talk. Seriously, think that's cool. So there that's it cool. is. I Th- can see Ryan doing that. Thanks, I would do that. I don't have my together. Pocket though. amp. I do miss Dwight though. Dwight Me had too. the mustache of doom. He that was a mustache that said, "I know some." Why is it that all old guys named Dwight know how to do some? Like my gunsmith's name is Dwight, and he's like this old rednecky guy. He's like, I could fix anything. Man, first time I had a station go off air while I was working here, I called Dwight. It's like three three thirty four in the morning. He answers the phone with that thick New England accent. Hey man, and uh, it's like Dwight. That like this is what's going on. This is what I see on the screen. Just oh, that's not right. <laughs> oh, that's not right. But I'll call like, you down there. He's like, it's okay, bud. Here's how you fix that. <laughs> Okay, gonna talk you through it. He earned his retirement for sure. But he was the only one who used to clean up all of the that we use. So one day we're gonna come here, it's gonna be caked in feces from the morning show or some gnarly They crazy. fling poo. They are poo flingers. They're poo flingers. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Let's spread uh, that rumor. The That's gonna make, it's gonna make some very, very disgusting cleanups. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's keep those down to a minimum. Try and keep my hands the washed. S in KISW is going to stand for smegma. <laughs> smegma <laughs> beard. All right. Let's talk about some of the things that have been going on in the world of metal for the last few weeks. Well, Prophets of Rage premiered a new video, but we already talked about that. Ryan already went to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cool they're doing stuff, but where in the hell is Zach De La Roca? He's making his own rap rap songs with LP. Man. It's cool. At least he's doing some something. So uh, you know he he's done that before, and it kind of went under the radar, and he and he took it offline. But he actually is promoting it pretty heavy because he put up his own Facebook page, and uh, he's trying to put some promotion into it. So maybe we can get a Zach De La Roca full length. That'd be pretty fucking dope. Well, about- the, pro- the project that he did with the drummers from, with the drummer from the Mars Volta a year or so ago was really good. So I think he's that been, slipped by me. He's been doing stuff. It was called I think it was uh, the Golden Day. Golden Lion, something hmm. like that. Uh, one day as a lion. That's the one. One day as a lion. Yeah, let, is that let me project. get a let me get an inside out reunion. Hell yeah! Let's get um, Vic DeCaro up in here. One band that was that was uh, pretty busy this summer was Metallica. They have their new record, Hardwired, Hardwired to Self Destruct. Excuse me. We've only heard a couple uh, songs from the record so far, and it's going to be a double album. Uh, apparently, they have all uh, finished. Um, they've finished mixing it, and it is going to be mastered. So uh, we can expect that to on the uh, the exact date that it should be coming out. So can we get the one that, on schedule where the guy replaced the tones with the old school tones? Man, that was so cool. I'm glad that happened. Let's get that mastered. You know, I'm, I'm pumped to hear it, regardless of uh, you know whatever. Uh, people think about Metallica. I'm I'm stoked to hear it. I mean, we've been saying for years the expectations are always kind of up in the air. Did Did you guys see the picture of Kirk in the studio with his line of five wah pedals all <laughs> hooked up next to each other? That's awesome. You gotta have that perfect wah tone, man. Did you guys see the video of the kids that were doing uh the cover of Blackened? Mm-mm. Just the young kids. I think it's on the someone. I think Kevin might have put it on the Metal Shop page. Someone did, and they killed it i was the thing i posted was like dude that nine-year-old drummer is better than lars yeah <laughs> like seriously they f***ing slayed it that's the future man at least little kids are still doing cool shit. uh ghost has a new ep coming out yeah it's called pope star it actually came out this friday oh okay so it's already out now yeah and uh their their video square hammer is so cool it is quite theatrical i mean we could try to describe it now but it's very uh i don't know man it's just it's really cool i'd play it for you but our computer's 
fucked up. And there's no point in playing it yeah. because, you know, what are we going to do? Like, describe the visuals? And, Here's what the guy's doing now. Uh, so Square Hammer's the only original song on the on the EP, but they also cover Echo and the Bunnymen, Simeon Mobile, Mobile Disco, Eurythmics, and Imperiate. So they're definitely going deeper into their... Uh, into their strange and eclectic tastes. Hey man, uh, I love me some Annie Lennox. So it's it's very cool. Um, that uh, ghost is go is still really out there. And they're doing what they want. Do what I want. Uh, Heaven Shall Burn put out a pretty rad record a couple years ago called Veto, and it looks like they have another one coming out uh, called Wanderer. They're from Germany, and they have a new song called Passage of the Crane on Century Media Records. I think it just came out this week. Let's get a little listen. Yeah. Listening to this earlier, Ryan was like, "Is that in flames?" It seriously sounded like an in flames song. I thought our hashtag worked. <laughs> Did you make him great again? Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. So there it is. A uh, new heaven shall burn. It's out now. Go grab it. Legendary band Bolt Thrower. Unfortunately, has broken up this week. Uh, they posted kind of a cryptic message. They posted an, a a very deep message, and they addressed uh, their drummer Martin Kearns passing away in September of last year. Um, and there was a uh, a lot of speculation surrounding Bolt Thrower possibly breaking up. And uh, this is what Bolt Thrower had to say. They had a long message, but. Um, Here's what uh, part of what they had to say, and and keep in mind that they did not ever mention that they were actually breaking up in the message. Uh, but as for the rest of us, Bolt Thrower has been our way of life for 30 years, never driven by money, fame, or ego, but by our own personal principles and values that have guided us through life and which bonded us as friends long before Bolt Thrower was even formed. The statement from Bolt Thrower says nothing about breaking up, but Loudwire has reported that they um, confirmed that the band is done, so they must have spoken with someone. They've been working on a new band, though, also. So they're going to continue on. I think almost all of the rest of them are going to keep going. The thing, like, I f***ing love Bolt Thrower because they're a riff-based band. Mm -hmm. They don't do a lot of, like, the flower, like, you know, I respect s solos and shit, but I like Sepultura because it's f***ing riff-oriented. Mm -hmm. And they are just like, a what was it lesbian said? Oh, I work at the Riff Factory? Yeah. <laughs> Bolt Thrower is a f***ing Riff Factory. It's like Crowbar. Exactly. And so they're up there in that top three. So R.I.P. Bolt Thrower. Want to hear the new stuff, too. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see. This is a pretty funny story, Ryan. You want to handle this one? Yeah, man. So this is this is weird, but really hilarious. So Fenris of Dark Throne um, was elected to public office against his will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's democracy for you. So bear with me because these are a little bit longer, but it's, it's worth it. So um, he said, uh, the question was, you got voted in involuntarily. Couldn't you just decline the position? And he said, no, if you get voted in, you have to stay in that position for four years and then you can pull out. 
but I'm used to these sort of long-term commitments. Basically, they called and asked if I wanted to be on the list of backup representatives, and I said, yeah, thinking I would be like 18th on the list and I wouldn't really have to do anything. They just need a list to be able to do things. And uh, he said it was kind of hard to talk politics in another language, but essentially he put together a campaign that was just a picture of him holding his cat saying, please don't vote for me. Please don't vote for me. (laughs) And people just went nuts and elected him. So now he's officially a politician. See, that's the real strategy, man. So interesting factoid that I found on another website. His cat's name is Peanut Butter. Yeah. Fenris rules for so many reasons. (laughs) The heavier the dude, the funnier the cat name. At least he has kind of a sense of humor about it. He's laughing and he's saying, hey, I'm a pillar of my community. (laughs) So that's that's pretty pretty sweet. You know, Fenris is someone who uh, is a badass because he does music his own way. He's super passionate about music, but he's also he's a, a postal delivery guy. He works in a po- postal office um, for his day job. He doesn't. I mean, he makes money off Dark Throne, but he also has a day job, and that's something I've always respected. That's something about uh, Peter Steele I always respected is that the fact that he was uh, he worked for New York City uh, like groundskeepers. And yeah, like like Ron Gardapi's also a postal carrier too mm-hmm. over in Spokane. People, metalheads that have day jobs and are are frank and open about it. Well, like, now hey, Fenris has two day or a day job and an evening job. He, I wouldn't a, mind having a guy like Fenris on like the city council. He's a mailman, a politician, and one of the forefathers of f***ing Norwegian black metal. <laughs> I picture them proposing some ridiculous bill, and him being the one guy in the back, just ah, the f- is wrong <laughs> with you. Check out my new band. Carcass is going to be on tour with Def Heaven and Inter Arma. It's a very interesting tour. Unfortunately, it's not playing Seattle. Not coming here. Bummer. But uh, I just thought it was newsworthy because Def Heaven has uh, has certainly made a name for themselves in the underground enough to be touring with f***ing legendary Carcass. And uh, that new Inter Arma record is is f***ing rad as well. I don't have the article in front of me right now, but I read where Jeff Walker was saying Carcass is doing better now as a band than they ever have before. It makes sense. They're selling more tickets, they're making more money, they're playing more shows and doing more tours than ever. It's nice that they're able to see like the, the a bit of the fruits of their labor for so long they toured. Yeah, they've been working and, their ass off. Uh, you know, you, that was before the bands uh, had the global reach with the internet, and now... You know, there's it's so easy to buy merch off bands. It's so be easy to just give your money straight to the bands. So, right on, man. I'm fucking stoked for him. Here's how fucked up my memory is. I can't remember if it was this year or last year that I saw the Scorpions at Showwear Center in Kent. It was, I think it was. It was. It was, er, it was right on. Like it was winter of last year. I can't remember if it was January or with Queen Strike. Yeah. I just yeah. remember being super butthurt that I forgot about that show and didn't go. I bought tickets to that show. I would have bought tickets to that show. But we've been talking a little bit, you know, since Motorhead obviously has uh, disbanded after the death of Lemmy. Uh, Mickey Mickey D, one of their, one of the sickest drummers I've ever seen in my life, uh, is going to be joining the Scorpions permanently. He had been doing some fill-in work, but they finally, like, they tapped him. They're like, you're the dude. Here's your new job. You're the dude. Uh, That was the 50th anniversary tour of the Scorpions that I saw. And they were still jumping around, and they were fucking ripped. That's so awesome. They're better in better shape than any of the fucking three of us. Ian's like, God damn. Like, man. I'm in shape compared to these guys. I hope I feel like that when I'm 73, literally. Hey, hey man, I got body by riffs. <laughs> hey, man, I'm a fucking riff factory, okay? <laughs> I work hard. I got I, my riff chair, okay? <laughs> I want to be a fly on the wall with a conversation with Ice-T 
and Dave Mustaine because I don't know how what? this happened. How? Yeah. But Megadeth is going to be touring with Body Count. Yes, Megadeth and Body Count uh, in a world tour in 2017. World tour. And uh, this is what uh, an excerpt from the interview. Uh, yeah, so an excerpt with the interview with Ice-T said, uh, we're talking about a very large tour next summer with five bands on it. It's going to be a mo- more of a guest appearance and a direct support kind of thing. So do you think that Mustaine is kind of trying to do like a gigantour without a title? I don't know, maybe. With like what they're doing with the the suicidal Amana Marth Metal Church Megadeth thing. Uh, maybe they're just cr- trying to put together like the coolest tour of the summer. They're going to do it again next year with five bands. Could be. So who else do you think it's going to be? Um, Overkill. With those two bands. Overkill and Megadeth would be so tight. But Overkill's doing the Nile tour uh, coming up in the winter, so they probably won't be doing that. They wouldn't double dip. Who would it be? F***ing Backstreet Boys? Weezer? Foster the People? (laughs) Sale. Sale. AWOL Nation. Sale. Yeah, I have no idea, man. If it's going to be five bands and it's already Megadeth body count, it's a f***ing huge question mark orgasm nobody will the world may never know um yeah i mean that kind of puts a wrench in it like well you got to think i don't know it's probably butcher babies (laughs) it probably is actually you're right in fact i would probably put money on that Mm, it's time for brutal poetry too hot for radio here on metal shops backstage pass we're gonna keep it short and sweet this week as ryan stumbled across quite a gem uh, by a band called Bird Flesh off of their record The Farmer's Wrath from 2008. Here's a passage of The Flying Penis. Ryan, take it away. You shouldn't have cheated on your wife cause here she comes with a knife. Cut it off, cut it off, cut it off and tie it to a balloon. Everyone could see your dick flying over the country. <laughs> The story of Lorena Bobbitt. Woo-hoo. Wow, that's f***ed up, Ryan. Well done. Bird flesh, the flying penis. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to Backstage Pass this week. I think we're going to add the Kill Switch Engage thing a little bit later, so just click the next one, and you'll hear what Mike D'Antonio has to say to you. You guys got any final words before we're the, the f*** out of here this week? Spatula. There it is. What he said. The f***. The f***. You're f***ing weird, man. All right, see you guys later. Love y'all. It's Metal Stops Backstage Pass. This has been Metal Shops Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.